0: let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee and myself. and We're going to talk about 10 years, last 10 years of our working life. We're calling it 55 to 65, but it could be Whatever 10-year period you're looking at, you know, 57 to 67 or whatever it might be for your individual situation. And what's important? What's some things to kind of kick off or have on the checklist to run through? We'll knock this out real fast for you. Give you some quick bullet point items for you to ponder in that final 10 years of your working life. What's going on, my friend? How you doing?
0: I'm doing well, man. Just
1: wrapping up the summer. Yeah. Not
0: yet. Not yet. Uh, well, for uh, kids, go back to school, and I guess about about a month. Okay, all right. Don't yeah.
1: don't take a month away from a man. That's mean. Oh man, it's. <laughs> remember being a kid? A month was like
0: that's forever. They're gonna have such a hard time getting up that first week. I it's- know they
1: always do. I remember those days. I, ha- I have a hard time getting up now, and I'm oh, 50 man. years old. So you know, I do too. I tell 92. you, it's <laughs> tough. Well, let's talk about these things. Get some uh, some stuff in here for folks. Uh, category number one: this final 10 years of the working life, Sean. That's when you got to start deciding what you want in retirement. What's important? Do you want to retire early? Maybe have a little less? Do you want to retire later? Have a little more? Like, what are we talking about?
0: You know, when, when we start to look at this, this is all about a mindset, right? And, and, and I've got a friend who's, who's in his early 40s, been running a company for a long time, uh-huh. uh, had some people that wanted to buy his company. And, and he's like, you know what? It's just not fun anymore. He's like, so he's like, what is it going to take for me to retire? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so for a lot of people, I think that when you look at what's really important it, for me, it's, you know, I look at, yeah, there's a financial component, which if what's your number look like, what does that, what does it all entail to get to, you know, get to retirement as far as the financial side. Right. But, but more importantly, you know, if you're deciding whether you're going to re- retire at 62 or 65 or whatever it may be, you know, really look at what that time is worth. And that's time that you're never going to get back, and it's time that that maybe your health is going to be much much better, or you're you've got opportunity to spend more time with grandkids. You know, I look at my time right now, and uh, my time is is extremely important to me because I want to spend that time with my wife and my kids mm-hmm. sure. while I still can. And retirement's really no different. It's you know what is what is my time going to be worth? How am I going to value my time? Yep, and if if I'm valuing my time at a high high level, you know, what does the financial picture look like next to that? Right, and that's where the
1: DIY movement I think uh, of the last ten years. Again, it's been easy to do throw a you know a dart at the index, and you probably did okay up until twenty two, right? Up until twenty twenty two, and so but then it starts. You have to start thinking about like, do I really want to do and manage and track and pay attention to all this stuff in retirement? Or do I just want to enjoy being retired? So that goes into step number two here. So Sean, give us some things to know when we're talking about knowing our numbers. Give me some bullet points that people can think about in that final 10 years.
0: Well, the first is understanding what those expenses are. You know, how much do you spend now? Now, right. Right. And are there expenses that are going to go away? You know, will a mortgage fall off? Well, you know, college, you paying for kids college or whatever it may be. And did you buy a second home and you're trying to get that paid off or, you know, some land? And, and so understanding how much you're spending now okay. and then understanding, well, in retirement, I'm not going to have some of those debts and, and don't adjust it for inflation. Cause that's almost impossible to do, but let, let a professional work with you to adjust for inflation. Uh, how much money have you saved? Uh, and so you've got, what are my expenses? What are my sources, which are social securities, pensions, rental incomes, whatever it may be. Right. And then what's the difference? What's the gap? And, and that's then, the
1: gap. we gotta we got to figure out the fill from what we've saved. From what you've saved. And, and where to pull it and when to pull it, right? Exactly. And how to pull, what vehicles okay. to use. Yeah. And that's important. So and that's in the knowing your numbers. Now, the when to pull it and how to pull it, that's kind of the second stage. That's kind of the planning. But getting this stuff together and starting to get a grip on it, again, that final 10 years, you know... The sooner the better, right, Sean? I mean, don't wait until, you know, retirement 65. Don't call up on at 64 and a half and go, I'm ready to do this. Yep. <laughs> now, you could still probably do it, but you're going to do yourself a big favor and your advisor uh, less of a headache if you can give them some time to work with. Plus, you've got time to to build the things you need to build.
0: Well, and I think that from an expense standpoint, really get a, a strong understanding there. The the one thing you don't want to have happen is, oh, well, I think I need eight grand a month. Yeah and you you know you write out your budget. I really need any grand and then you go out and you look at your bank statements for the year and you're like, "Ah, I actually need 9200 a month." Yeah. Whoops. Well, understanding what those numbers are and, and really having a a great handle on on what those numbers are is going to be vitally important in building and constructing the a proper plan because everything runs off of what your expenses are. Yeah, you've got your sources of income and your resources and things like that. But planning starts with those expenses and really understanding what do my expenses look like and where can I, you know, if I've got debt, how can I manage debt at a rate to where I can get it down or or get it, get rid of it by Mm -hmm. the time I retire?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So again, those are some good bullet point items to run through. You know, as we're knowing our numbers, how much to spend, how much to spend in retirement, how much money do we have, all those things Sean touched on. Uh, And then you need to go to step three, which is you got to start looking at getting a handle on the health care situation. If you're retiring early, what are you doing in the gap to Medicare? If you're not, right, I mean, still, what are you doing about coverages? What are you doing about the supplements? All that kind of stuff. you got to get a handle on it.
0: Well, and you have to understand, when it comes to Medicare, you know, there's Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, you know. Some of them are voluntary um, options, some you have to have. But when you look at that, getting a good and meeting with a Medicare professional on understanding what it covers, what it doesn't cover, and where are the gaps, and how do you solve those gaps? If you don't have coverage, well, how are you going to cover some of the expenses? If you've got a gap in coverage and, and that issue arises or that health concern arises, how are you going to cover those those gaps. Is it going to be from your retirement? Is it going to be from savings from whatever it may be? Yeah. And really then, you know, look at long-term care issues, Uh, understand what your risk is for it. One, you know, and there's a lot of news and and articles and things out there about how many people are going to need long-term care as we, as we get older and, and what those costs are. But at the end of the day, when you look at at long-term care, there are four ways that you can solve that problem. First one is you just self-insure and you just hope that it doesn't happen to you. And that's okay if you have the assets. Uh, Second one's long-term care policies. Third one's using annuities with long-term care riders. And the fourth one is life insurance with a long-term care rider. I don't know that I necessarily care which option is chosen. A, as long as it fits the plan and B, as long as you're comfortable with it.
1: But if you don't address it, right, because that's typically what happens with many of us is we're like, well, or we'll address the health care, but not the long term care. And that's probably going to be something that's going to come up as well. So, again, you got to do yourself a favor and start talking about this as the years are winding down, getting closer to retirement date. And then just keep an open mind, Sean, finally, that all of that stuff that we just covered. Uh, is going to change, so don't go to see a professional. Don't get a financial plan when you're 55 for the sake of the argument, and go. Sweet, we're done. Screwy, we don't have to do anything else, right? Because it's going to change. Right, your life's life, going to change. Life happens. Yeah. What are some things that uh, might happen along the way? To well, you're
0: gonna flexible? get. You're gonna get older. Right. <laughs> get to <the laughs> <dare. laughs> I and mean, I just had a birthday a couple of days ago, and oh, happy birthday! Uh, oh, thanks. And, and my son, he and I share a birthday, and so it's his day, and I get to see him get older, and and unfortunately, I get older at the same time. But as as you get older, and as you get y- your health, maybe starts to deteriorate, certain things happen. Well, you you most likely travel less, and what we're seeing is that. A lot of families that, that we work with, around the time they hit 78 to 80, they just start to travel less. And less. So we
1: we front load our travel and retirement. Yeah. Away. Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, my wife is going on a trip this this fall with her grandmother who will be 90 this year. That's awesome. They're going to Italy for the first time. Ooh. Well, not for, not for the first time, for the last time. The last time my wife went to Italy, she found out she was pregnant with our daughter. Mm. And so that... We're looking. My daughter's thirteen at this point. So it's been a while. It's been a while, but her grandmother's like, I don't. This is gonna be my last trip. I don't think I'll ever get back to Italy. So she blew it out. She's she's gonna spend the money that she wants to spend, and good for her. Like go absolutely and go and enjoy. And my wife and my sister in law get to go with her. But you do like that's a perfect example that you just travel less as you as you get older. Healthcare costs start to go up as you age. Housing situation, you know. It really depends. It, it, as you get older, if you don't move, somebody's got to help with some of the handyman stuff. I, I was getting
1: ready to say it's not always the things we think of, right? At some point, somebody's got to come cut that grass and trim those hedges and all that stuff that you may not want or not be able to do anymore. Or clean the house. Yeah, or, yeah. My mom's doing it. She's, um, she's 81, almost 81, and they've her insurance has a nice little program where she gets a little helper one day a week. They lot her four hours a week and somebody comes over and helps her do some of the cleaning she can no longer do, like baseboards and, you know, stuff like yeah. that.
0: I mean, that. And those are the little things that you don't you don't think about. No, but uh, they
1: make all the difference.
0: You know, just like sweeping out your garage, you know, and mm-hmm. household maintenance things. Yep. Uh, outside of that, you've got inflation, which is a big concern <laughs> right now. <laughs> which
1: nobody wants to talk about, but it's in our face, right? It, so, it,
0: it's right there. Cost of, yeah. cost of goods are getting bigger. And then you know, another thing that you don't want to face necessarily, yeah. but it, it happens is the death of a spouse. Yep. Uh, unfortunately I've, I've already told my wife, we have a contract that I'm going first. Um, she statistically, gets to, that's probably, accurate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and, and she's got everything put in place to take care of herself. Yeah. and, and so, but those a, are some. that's of the things
1: a big that, gear shift to your financial plan though, Sean. Right. I mean, and many of us do kind of forget about, I mean, I think we, we know it, but somehow or another, we don't necessarily think it through if we're not working with a professional like you, because if, when we do lose that spouse, there's a lot of things financially that shift. Exactly. Yep. You know, single tax, you know, that's a big one.
0: Single tax filer, income levels usually don't change. The need doesn't change, but the, need doesn't, but the levels you get, do. Yep. How you get it changes. Yep. The levels of income change, how it's taxed, all of that changes. And if you haven't planned for that, and I know people don't want to talk about it, Death and, and all that. But if you haven't planned for it, that, that could cause some problems down the road. Absolutely.
1: So, those are some items to think about in that final 10 year window as we're working. I should, we probably should have worded that better. Not the final 10 year window. It sounds like the final 10 years were alive, but the final working years, I suppose, as we're winding down towards retirement. So, if you need some help on that checklist, if you haven't done a checklist, if you want to run through uh, the plan you have in place because you think, hey, yeah, maybe I do need a second opinion or I need to do tweak it to see if things are still holding up because I got it done six years ago or whatever, reach out to Sean and the team at Elevated Retirement Group. Stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcasting platform app you like to use. Find all that information and more at the website, elevatemyretirement.com. Sean, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate your time as always right here on the podcast. This is Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.